Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Twilight Nine podcast. This is episode 68, I believe. Nice. Andy, before we get into the golf stuff for this week, um, I do have to mention real quick, people that watch the show or listen to the show all the time uh, know this about me. The Patriots are winning the AFC East. Again, I don't know what it why, is why about these. <laughs> what are you why, saying? Are you saying, you know, why are you saying the AFC East? Let's go all the way. AFC. Well, exactly. But <laughs> currently they're winning. The, I don't know what takes teams so long to rebuild. Be it, build it in eight months. You spend a bunch of money. You get yeah. three studs in the draft, and all of a sudden you're just another. You're just one of the better teams in the AFC again. Tremendous defense, better than unbelievable. The defense. Better unbelievable than the defense. <laughs> I said in the offseason, I was more impressed with their defensive off uh, signings than their offensive signings. Oh yeah, I mean Judon is probably going to be in the top three for uh, defensive oh, yeah. player of the year. The secondary is much better than I thought it was going to be, especially after getting rid of Gilly. But yeah, we'll see. The boys are the boys are playing some football right now. And Stevenson is yeah, he's, he's like sweet. legitimately a monster. I love him. Belichick oh knows just finds these guys that can just play the game of football, and it's incredible to watch. Like he he runs almost like like he's shifty, like Deion Lewis back in the day, but then he just runs over your face. Right, he can go between tackles too. It's you know? crazy. Like Deion Lewis couldn't, um, you know, and he's he's just he's a monster out there. He's like a he's almost like a mix. If you take like Damian Harris and mix him with like James White, and it's just that he's just a monster. Rex Burkhead. All right. Right. Talk. Right. I know. I was going to let's get into because we got a lot to talk about. I know there's not like a PGA tour event this week, um, no. which kind of sucks, but um, the match we got, we got the yes. Payne Stewart hat toting us open champ Musclehead Bryson against uh, Brooksy who can't make a cut on the PGA tour, I guess. Uh, so I don't know how good of a match that's going to be on, on Friday, but it should be entertaining ish. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm on the fence of it. Like it's very cringe, all the lead up to it, you know, between the two guys we talked about last week. But as we get closer, of course, I'm like, oh, let me take a peek at this. And I read Adam Shipnuck's uh, story from yesterday's press conference. I'm like, okay, well, those are kind of some really honest things that the Brooks said about <laughs> Bryson. I'm like, all of a sudden, I find myself going like, okay, well, I guess Friday afternoon, I know where I'm going to be. I'm like, God, how did I get here? <laughs> <Did> <laughs> I a week ago, I'm, I'm not turning the TV on to watch Bryson. No. I can't watch Bryson, man. I, I turned it off the last match because of Bryson. He, everything yes. he does, every, even in the guys that he was playing with, they're, they're all just like, ah, I don't want to like do anything. It's just so cringy. It's bad. And it's going to be worse. I know it is, but they reeled me in worse. and I'm going to watch it, but it's going to be gross. Yeah. So we got that. Jin Young Ko is a monster. We got to talk about oh, that. Yes. We got Colin Morikawa, who's also a monster. We got to talk about that. Um, Roy McIlroy ripped off his shirt like a monster. We're gonna classic, classic, classic roars. He's back. back. Roars He's back. back. I've never felt. I tweeted this out after I saw that picture. I've never been more confident in my annual Roy to win the Masters bet in my entire life. He's back. He's ripping shirts. He's throwing clubs. Roy McIlroy's back. But we got to start. We had a rough week. We did. 
we had a rough week. We're going to start with Taylor Gooch. He wins the RSM Classic. I was on Taylor Gooch for four four straight weeks. He did me dirty last week. So I'm like, you know what, Gooch, you're going in. You you know when you put a bad putter away when you're not making putts? That's what I did with Gooch. Go learn your lesson. And then he spit in my face and won plus 4,000 at the RSM. There's nothing worse than I go. Where I'm in these season long uh, suicide pools, and you ride a guy for a week because he's hot, and he pulls like a T60 or whatever, and you followed every shot he had that week, and you're all in on Taylor Gooch. You're like, ah, you just couldn't do it. And the next week, like, and the winner is Taylor Gooch. You're like, dude, I was with you every shot of the week last week at the Valero Texas Open, and now you win. Like, how do yep. you do this? Yeah, that's so what I, last season it happened with me. Uh, Corey Connors, he went on like this heater during the the Florida swing. He was like top 10 in every tournament. I'm like, Connors, I'm with you right now. And then he missed like three cuts in a row. It sucks. <laughs> but yeah, I, Gooch was dialed in. One by three shots. Um, and he, I think his worst round of the week was 67. That's yeah, kind of gross. Was, I mean, what he's, he's, he played in six events in the fall and he had like a T11 or better in five of them. Yeah. Uh, just that one mishap was the week before that you messed up and uh, you lost out on him in uh, Houston. But he played unbelievable. And just over 30 years old, gets his first tour win. And I love when like these young guys get their first wins and like they can set up like their schedule. Like I'm a go, we're both golf geeks. Right. And they, they, they win these events and they're really like life-changing for these, these guys where they can set their schedules. And now they know they got their, their, their card for two years. They can play in the masters. Uh, so it's, it's, I, I love watching these guys win these tournaments. Yeah. And especially like, it's one thing when like a 23 or 24 year old wins their first tournament for Gooch to be 30 and win his first tournament. That's fucking awesome. It's awesome. Yeah. And I was watching yeah. last week. And I forget the guy's name, but they said like it was someone who finished close to the top and he, he, he hit a shot and someone's like, he's a 39 year old rookie. And I'm like, I need to know more about this guy's story. Like, how do you become a 39 year old rookie on the PGA tour? What have you seen though? How many motels have you slept in over the years to finally oh my, get here? Yeah. How many nights like in the back of your van, like going on the corn ferry tour, just like course to course. That's a 39 year old rookie. That doesn't even 39 year old rookie on the PGA tour. I mean, that's sticking with it. That's fighting. That's never giving up. That guy probably wanted to quit like 900 times. Oh, I can't even imagine. Oh my God. It's fucking crazy. But picks, uh, our, our locks of the week. Um, yours was no ace. <laughs> and there was literally an ace within 30 minutes of the tournament starting on a hole that's I'm never the, seen an ace in never 40 seen mile an ace. an hour wins. And there wasn't one after that. I saw you tweeted that out because I think I was playing golf and I like looked at my phone in between holes and uh, I saw the, I saw the flag in that video, dude. It was like almost touching the ground, but of course the ball hits over the bunker, rolls down through the fringe and finds a hole. I'm like, yeah, of course, yeah, of course. If yeah. I bet on something, that's what happens. And I think it was the only ace of the weekend. It was. It was, like, it was the only one. That's it. Makes it way worse. Way oh worse. my god, way worse. Awful. And then. We talked about, we spent 45 minutes last week talking about Russell Henley. Yeah. And he had like a decent, he had a decent week. Uh, he was great in the first round. He was like a, he was a stud in the first round again for the second week in a row. He was like, what, T2 after the first with uh, eight under? And I'm like, oh, look at us. We yeah, yeah, I know. We might have to just start sprinkling like whenever Henley tees it up, just like first round leader. Because you'll yeah. probably hit one or two of those every year, probably. Or find him in his group and like have him win his group or something. Right, you know? exactly. But so... A great first round. I think it was what eight under or something like that. I was ready to come in here on our, our first week together and, and pick a winner and be like, "This is what I do, Riley. Pop on, let's go." <laughs> Ride the train. And I ended up looking like a jerk, <laughs> finishing one stroke out of top twenty. Yeah, that's what I was just about to say. The lot, my lock of the week was Russell Henley plus one fifty, top twenty, missed it by a shot. So that's two weeks in a row that we missed cash and bets by a shot. Aaron Wise last week for a top twenty, Russell Henley this yep. week for a top twenty. 
um, that sucks. And then on my betting uh, article that the in-depth preview that goes live on golf week every week, we missed all three bets, which is a tough look. Robert Streb missed the cut, which sucks. Scotty Scheffler forgot how to play golf for a week. And it was funny. You mentioned that when a guy is just so projected to win a tournament, he just never wins. He never yeah. was the Kisner didn't. I don't think Kisner made the cut. No, right? he I think he came in last. I think he was borderline he was last. Way down there. Yeah. He was yeah. way down there. And and Streb was uh three under, right? And he missed the cut. Like that's in that wind. And yeah, that, that one hurt too. Three under. Imagine being a professional golfer, you finish three under, and they're like, All right, well, here's the way to the airport on a Friday night. Like, god, oh my god. Sorry. Yeah, I think I yeah, I think he missed the cut by a stroke, which sucks. But I legitimately think Kevin Kisner came in borderline last. Yeah, Kisner right. was just was was yeah. Yeah, plus five versus plus eight. And then it is it is strange because I love the guy. But every time I look at like Tipico and I'm looking at the odds and I look at Max Homa, I'm like, why is Max Homa plus 6,000? He's like a three-time PGA Tour winner. He's a stud now. He wins all the time. He, it is strange that when he doesn't win, he doesn't really have like a lot of high finishes. It's either like he comes in the top like three or wins or he misses the cut. He misses yeah. another cut. He was at my notes. Yeah, last week he was in my notes just because the same thing. Like he's a three-time winner now. And like we said last week, once these guys win three events, they become guys you have to look at each week. And Max, he does seem like he's a top 10 or he's a miscut Friday. Yeah, it's very weird because the kid's a stud. I mean, he does everything well. And then for him to just be like missing cuts that much, it's very strange. Um, but the other article that we have for Golf Week is the like the fantasy top 10. Little yeah. pat on the back for my top. My, for my Yeah, we like that. Yeah. Four of my uh, 10 players for the week finished in the top 10, including Luke List, who was like plus 7,000. Denny mm -hmm. McCarthy was like plus 7,000 also to win. So if you took those guys, your lineup was actually probably pretty good. So we'll listen, you, you you took Luke List and, and Denny McCarthy. When you take Denny McCarthy and you hit on that, that's something you, you, you give yourself a big pat in the back. We like that. And then Webb Simpson cashed us to top 10 for that. Cam Smith, the guy that I really liked last week, T4. So yeah, we that's a big guys. one. We you love Cam Smith going in. Yeah, you love Cam Smith going in. I did. I did explain to me in detail why, and you finished T4 with him. So, so we'll take uh, that. Yeah. I, I think if you're out there listening to us, you've got to ride right of these picks and, and check out his previous cause he's, uh, he's doing really well. Yeah. We like that. So hopefully, um, obviously we got to take a week off. The hero is going to be a little weird. Cause only like, what is it? Like 20 guys, 25 guys. Yeah. So we'll probably have to cash the winner there to make anything. Cause I'm sure there's not even going to be top 10 bets. Um, no. but yeah, but we do have the match coming up. We're going to get into that a little bit later. But we'd have to talk about Colin Morikawa. Stud. He's a problem. Problem. He's an absolute problem. <laughs> like, it's, like There's nothing else to say. He's an absolute problem. I mean, he's what he's done so far in his career, and of course he went on Sunday to, you know, to win the Euro Tour event and win the Euro Tour uh, money list and everything. Like At his age, he's got two majors. He was a stud in the Ryder Cup with, um, with Dustin Johnson. He's, I saw a stat where his final rounds that he's won these events, he's uh 69 or below, which is killer. Like he doesn't just like, you know, shoot a 71 and hold on. Like he climbs the top and takes people down. And that's what you want from a guy on Sunday. And I mean, everyone was concerned about his putting like last year. And it's always kind of like the, it was a bad part of his game, but I would love to have that be my bad part of the game. Yeah. If the worst part of my game was I'm like an, an average putter, like he's not even really that bad because even I get caught up into it sometimes looking at his strokes gain putting. If you're so good everywhere else, you're going to lose strokes at some point, And that makes your strokes gain putting stat look way worse. Like he's an average putter probably on the PGA yeah. tour. If that's your worst part of your game, you're going to win a lot of golf tournaments. And yeah, what was that? A Harding Park who was winning in the DJ. He chased down DJ Brooks was up there too. Um, 
at the open, Jordan Spieth, Louie chased mm-hmm. down Rory, although Rory didn't put up much of a fight, which we'll get into in a second. Yes. But he's chasing down some boys to win these golf tournaments. Is he a Hall of Famer already? Yeah, of course. Do you take his resume right now? Yeah, easily. I think so too. Two majors, all the stuff he's done uh, on the tour, how he's played in his Ryder Cup. He's, he's sky's the limit for this kid. It's unbelievable because he came in at the this, same time as Matthew Wolf. Yeah. And Matthew's yeah, won once. So glad he's a, I'm what, glad he's an American because we're going to have this kid on our Ryder Cup team for years to come. And he's like, he's like this. that's what I was so excited about this year's Ryder Cup is there's so many young guys who like want to just step on throats. And Morikawa is one of those guys. And the more these guys win these big events, the better it is for USA Golf. Yeah, for sure. I mean, Scotty Scheffler is another one of those guys. He was a stud in the Ryder Cup too. We got some young, and I, I mean, even like Bryson's not even that old. Like Bryson's the boys are young old. over there. Yeah, JT's not old. You know, Speed. They're all. These are all guys like in their mid to high twenties. Yeah, and it's fun to see them doing stuff on a global level. You know, winning these events all over the world. Yeah, yeah. Probably I think it. I think he's a Hall of Famer too. Like, I think it would be hard to make an argument that he's not. Yeah, two majors, especially in this day and age where it's like, you know, majors are, are always hard, but in this day and age where there's, everyone's just freaking awesome. The depth of field has never been better in golf ever, and it's just going to keep getting better. And for a kid to have two majors already, what is he, 24, 25? Yeah, 24. Fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah. The kid, the guy that he chased down on Sunday, McElroy, who was the, my guy, 18-hole uh, leader, 54-hole leader. Um, and he's been struggling for the better part of a year probably. Um, but you know that Rory McIlroy is truly back when he gives up a lead on Sunday. That's what Rory <laughs> McIlroy does. <laughs> that's what it is. A, maybe the most frustrating player to be a fan of of all time, but that's what he does. So we just got to we just got to ride it out because he won the CJ Cup a month ago. Comes back, he's truly back. Loses on Sunday. I woke up Thursday morning because they were playing over in, overseas, and there's tweets of Rory on a par five with a bomb of a drive a five wood draw high draw five wood to like six feet rolls it in for eagle and i'm like good god and i I scroll down a little further there's rory with a flop shot from like just off the green that full swing that landed like three feet and he gets a birdie i'm like oh my god rory mac it's unbelievable (laughs) he's back and he continues to do it and like sunday morning i wake up like wait what's going on with it well here comes morikawa i'm like wait morikawa was six under on sunday right and yeah. Rory was two over. Like everyone was under par on the final round. You know, Poulter was like five under, made her push all the way up to the top 10. And Rory, you can't, you just can't, you can't go two over on the final round when you're lead. You just can't. At that golf course. He's, yes. he's in the, he's that's not, a, that's not an over par golf course for these guys. No, he's on the record saying he could play that place blindfolded. If you can play a golf course blindfolded, you can. S- Snoo- you can sleepwalk to an even par round. I know that still wouldn't have won, but that is that is really bad to go out and shoot plus two at that kind of golf course. Which brings us to why he might have done what he had did after the round, which was one of the best golf. I, I don't think there's video of it. I haven't seen any video of it. It's just a picture through the uh, window of the scorer's tent. It was hanging in the Louvre type photo. Unbelievable photo. Golf uh, Hall of Fame photo unbelievable put it up Rips. with like phil mickelson two inch vertical at the masters like it is on that level photo he's he's got his shirt torn like hulk yeah and he's just standing there in the scores room just kind of like staring off in the distance and it's like, yeah he's like scrolling through twitter it got out of his system he's like nike yeah. fuck this shirt but yeah. and now i'm good now 
it was his nipples just sitting there for the world to see. And he's like, whatever. I just I shot two over. This is what happens when I shoot two over. Honestly. It was, it was great. And I mean, like he has a history. This isn't the first time Roy McIlroy has done something out of frustration. He's maybe the best club thrower of all time. He Easily. lost a three wood a couple months ago at the Northern trust that like they found near the freeway. He does this. This, <laughs> is, what right. he, this is what he does. He threw it. So, uh, do you, uh, at a personal level, are you, uh, have you ever gotten that angry on a golf course where you, you even thought of ripping your shirt? Ripping my, no. I, I throw a club borderline every time I play golf. I've never ripped my shirt open. I don't know That's, if I'm strong enough to rip my shirt open, but I've never ripped my shirt. I was trying to think back to times where I was that upset where I did something as ridiculous as that. And I could only think of it as a non-golf related moment. I was putting together a big green egg. And you know when you put together things like Ikea stuff or grills or whatever, you can get frustrated? Oh, yeah, yes. I got so frustrated. I went into my kitchen. I feel embarrassed telling the story. And I got up that bottle of sriracha and I opened it up and I squirted it angrily <laughs> into the sink. <laughs> there's nothing else I can take my frustrations out on. And that's how I imagine Rory feeling as he's walking off the 18th. Going, I can't do anything else. I'm just going gonna, gonna to rip this purple whatever was, shirt. Whatever was there. The best part of that story, you in that mindset, you had the mindset to do it in the sink so you didn't have to clean shit. That's the yeah. best part. Yeah. Exactly. But then the, the hardest part, the, the most saddest part was after when I'm using the faucet to clear out all the spray hose. That's probably Rory in the locker room pulling off this and going, what, what did I, why, why did I rip this shirt? I mean, come oh on. Oh my God. It was an that unbelievable photo. That's yeah. And it was a great Sunday for, for Twitter and we'll get to more. In, oh my God. Like, but like in a, like an hour span, it felt like we had the Roy shirt and then we had tiger hitting like, you know, a, a beautiful shot. And the oh. like, a great Sunday morning in November. Yeah. We got to talk about that later, but oh my God, he's, he might win the masters. That's where I'm at. That's my mindset right now. Rory McIlroy. No, no, no. Tiger. Tiger. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> You're like Patriots were in the Super Bowl. Tiger Woods were in the match. Yeah, yeah. Parlay that. Parlay yeah, that. That would be fucking incredible. <laughs> oh my god. Ray McElroy. I got to clip this after just McElroy. in case that happens, and then we got to post it on the show in April. Yeah. No, but yeah, we'll we'll get to that later. But yeah, Rory's officially back after blowing after blowing the lead on Sunday, ripping a shirt. Mm -hmm. Just incredible behavior. I don't know. I've gotten that. I like. I've I've thrown clubs. I broke a club when I was getting ready for my um. What the fuck do they call it? The test when you turn pro for PGA school. PAT. Yeah. I was training for my PAT. I broke, I've broken uh, two clubs at a range. <laughs> at a range? Not That's even playing it. golf. Range. Tough. It was a tough look. People around me, it was bad. <laughs> it was yeah. bad. But yeah, I don't know if I've ever, I've never definitely ripped my shirt. That's cool. I have a friend that uh, once, I think he threw a wire into a tree and it got stuck in the tree and he had to like climb up in the tree and get it. I've done That's, that with my, I've done that with my driver. That's like the, the cleaning the sriracha out of the sink moment for you. yeah that is really a, tree, a moment know, for self-reflection like how did i right. fucking get here yeah this felt like a good idea when i decided to throw it but now i'm climbing a tree and i'm an old person and this could go wrong it feels so good in the moment though but uh, then it, it really is like man why the what am i doing yeah Stuff. i don't i'm not a big angry i yell at myself a lot i, I had a friend who was really bad at like we, we team up, you know, we get paired up with strangers and like by the third hole, I'm already apologizing to the stranger. Right, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I apologize on the first take. He's not a good golfer, but he thinks he is. You'll see over the round that he's not a good golfer and he's going to yell a lot. And he's going to throw like one time a friend threw a club on the second fairway. I'm like, dude, second fairway. Like you're that's early. That's early. That's a, you got to make it's the like turn 12, before like you, you start throwing like three shit. Drives. Yeah. You drop like seven drives and you're like, all right, now it's time to throw a second, second fairway. Like your, your life just began in this round. Yeah. Yeah, you got you to gotta make the turn before you start throwing shit. Yeah. I'll never forget the strangers looked at me on the second fairway. He's like, did your friend just throw a club? 
That's 12 minutes into your round. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. But getting, getting off the Euro tour, uh, Jin Young Ko. Oh, Jesus. What she did at the CME doesn't compute in my brain. No. It actually doesn't. And I know that like people love to say that amateur golfers should like watch LPGA tour more. Cause it's like more relatable, which it is. If you're out there and don't watch lady golf, turn on golf channel in the morning. Cause yeah. the girls are legitimately incredible at golf. It's insane yeah. to watch, but and they're like, us, you know, they're like, they're hitting drivers and seven irons and you know, it's driver seven iron, you know, instead of like the men are going driver flop, you know, wedge. Right. Cause they play yard. They, what are they, their courses are what? 65, 6,600. Like that's what yeah. we do. So if you don't watch lady golf, go turn on golf channel and watch it. Cause they're incredible. But, she hit 63 greens in a row. 63? Not, not relatable. That is not relatable. I was instantly like, if I had if I hit 63 greens this year, <laughs> you know, all my right? rounds put together. 60. Could you could you imagine playing like after a couple of weeks, you get out there, you play like three rounds of golf, and you're like nine holes into your your fourth round of like the month, and you're like, I've hit every I've had a birdie putt on every green. You, you look at your your scorecard where you like jot down your like your fairways and your greens. You're like, yeah, yeah. I want, again, I've hit every green. I hit every green again today. That's good. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. This is what I do now. I just hit greens. Sixty three <laughs> fucking greens in a row. Sixty, and not like in like you know garbage time events even. Like no, she was like, in the race for one point five and yes. player of the year, and she yeah. wasn't going to the range. No. She, her wrist is hurt. She was just <laughs> chipping and putting and then fucking around in 63 greens in a row. It's the dumbest game in the world. It is. You, know, you, can, practice the, you can practice all night long in the dark or you can just go like, hey, my wrist is hurting. I'm going to relax. I'm gonna a go couple of weeks ago, we saw Brooks Kepka hit a range session with floodlights mm -hmm. on because he's trying to figure it out. Jin Young Ko rolls out of bed, wins player of the year, 1.5 million and hits 63 greens in a row. Unreal. But the stretch she's on is ridiculous. What is that? Like four wins and eight starts? Five yeah. wins and nine starts or something ridiculous. The women's game is so good right now. So good right now. I don't know if it's ever been better than right now. Quarter no. sisters, the couple Solheim Cup studs that are coming up, like McGuire's still looking for her first win, but she's a stud. She's so good. I just Girls wish she was to watch these things live. If it, you know, it's that's, another, that's another that's another thing. I yeah. it's never on TV. And they don't have like a PGA tour live service, which is bullshit. It's a little, yeah, they've like, explained, like they've explained to people saying that they want when they want the LBGA to be on when the PGA is on, because they feel like PGA fans are going to turn over to golf channel during commercials. And it's like, that's just not going to happen. Like you need to, you need to create times where they have their own windows. You know, if it means going like Wednesday to Saturday or going, you know, something different because the, the game is so good and it's just so hard to watch. Like if you, if the final round is on, tape delay on a Sunday night starting at eight o'clock, you know what happens. Like, right. It's just, it's rough. Yeah. I didn't even, I've never even thought about moving the days. Like that wouldn't like, even be the worst idea. Cause then they get their own thing. Like they get their own time. They did, they did a couple of events that were in prime time Wednesday to Saturday and you get that Saturday night window where it's like, there's great live golf on. Yeah. That's actually pretty sick, yeah. but no, it's become, especially since working at golf week and being a little bit more like writing, you know, LPGA recaps or whatever. Mm -hmm. Mini golf is sick. And it's yeah. borderline. Like I was watching the Solheim Cup. Yeah. For I don't, it might have been my first time, but I I don't really remember. The Solheim Cup was one of like as much fun as I've ever had watching golf. I think. Yeah, I was all in on it. Like it, it, it was great. 
it was so and their first tee was electric too which makes it way better but like the tv when it panned to like the first green and the girls are putting out in the background like you can hear the music in the background from the first tee and everybody's jamming it was electric yeah that first hole was fantastic too yeah but yeah 63 greens doesn't make sense to me come on i saw that tweet i'm like i'm like sorry in a 63 in a row and I wonder when she started, like, when you start thinking about it, she's like, would you get to 40 in a row? And you're like, man, I've had a lot of looks at birdie recently. I wonder what, what I'm doing right now. My, my best round, I think I shot, you know, 75 and I hit, it was all just because I hit greens and regulation. I remember walking off the 18th green going, if I could just hit a green and regulation every time this game would be so much easier, you know, when you're off the green, you're chipping and there's just so many ways to mess up. If you're on the green regulation every time you're going to get birdies tapping pars like it just makes the game that much easier the best golf advice i ever got was when i was again training for the pat because like i never got like lessons or whatever so i was kind of just like figuring it out the pro at the golf course i was working at as a cart bitch um told me that when you play golf just take the pin out of the green yeah just get the exact middle number aim to the fat side and you're going to be putting for birdie probably 80 percent of the time smart i'm gonna write that down there you we, go riley's riley's golf tip of the day <laughs> take the pin out <laughs> yeah yeah just in your head take the pin out hit the middle of the green two putt because you're not gonna three putt 18 times no i would i fucking hope not you wouldn't no, you do that just <laughs> you got bigger problems if you three putt 18 times go take up tennis yeah i can't help you if you three putt 18 times but anyway 63 greens in a row. Fuck that shit. A guy that hasn't been hitting 63 greens in a row, Brooks Kapka, who has all of a sudden forgotten how to play golf. Uh, I don't think he's finished inside the top 35 yet this season. He's already missed two cuts, I think. Bryson actually had, for being as cringy as Bryson is, he actually kind of had a pretty good chirp the other day. Did you see his tweet? What did he say? He posted a, uh, the screenshot of that, like Brooks making his face at the PGA Championship. And, he, yeah. and uh, uh, the tweet said, uh, looks like Brooks Kepka is going to be in good form for our match or something like that. And it's just screenshots of his recent record and his two missed cuts at the bottom of the picture. <laughs> I love that. That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I love that. But he signs with Strixon, which yeah. I know that it's like people like to say like underrated club manufacturer or whatever. And they are really good. They're like really good clubs. Like I've hit them. Um, there is a reason why not a lot of people play them on door. Yeah. But is what no Hideki, but I got I mean Brooks yeah. is a bigger name, yeah. but that's got to be one of their big. Is Grant is Grant McDowell still play Shrixon? Is he a Shrixon guy? Man, he's fallen down so far over the years. Yeah, he's I mean he's guy. outside the top. I think five hundred yeah. golfers in the world. But they used to. I think I think McDowell's a Shrixon guy, but he's going to be playing everything clubs. I think Cleveland is his wedges because I didn't even know that. I guess they're the same company. Um, yeah, they're together. Yeah, but he's going all the way through the bag, even the bag. He's getting rid of his um, Nike popcorn branded white golf bag that he has all over the place. He's going Strix on now. So yeah. maybe that'll help him. I don't know. Who fucking knows. I never understand these things. Like, are you going to go out and buy Strix on because Brooks Kepka has absolutely, Absolutely not. <laughs> no. no, the only one that can really do that is like, like Tiger has that influence. Yeah. Like when TaylorMade got Tiger, they were probably like, oh, fuck yeah. Sales yeah. 500% up. Let's fucking go. But I, I think the Tiger literally, I'm not buying, I don't wear Under Armour because Jordan Spieth wears it. They have the yeah. ugliest clothes in golf. Ugliest clothes. Whoever makes Ugliest clothes. You remember his the H shirt at the PGA oh, Championship? God, it took up yeah. his entire back. Black and white. Yeah. It was awful. <laughs> oh, my God. The, oh. Even worse than their hats. Under Armour hats are the worst hats. They have that Under Armour logo inside a circle, inside a triangle, inside a square. Yeah, no, just 
God, it's so bad. Like years ago, Under Armour was cool when they first came out, and now it's just like, ew. yeah, they were coming out with like the speed shoe and all that when he was winning Masters championships, and then uh, yeah. uh, nothing since then. They're the they're the worst. Um, I'm sure. I mean, I'm sure. Actually, one. Th- I'm maybe not clubs, but I feel like um, clothing is a little bit more. Like when you got when you see a bunch of like cl- like Nike is yeah. on a bunch of guys. I buy Nike stuff. Yeah, Nike's been a little, it's getting a little bit better. Yeah, they go uh, through they go through stages where it's just like really golf bad. Yeah, golf shirts and, now. I was talking to a buddy of mine that I were playing. Like golf shirts now are just like seventy five seventy dollars a shirt. That's where we're at now. It's so like expensive. Wanna, so expensive. So expensive, bro. <laughs> God, that's where we're at now. Seventy bucks for if you want a golf shirt. It's insane. It it is really crazy. But anyway, so yeah, Brooks is that that. But let's talk about the match. Win Golf sure. Club, Las Vegas, Nevada. Brooks Kepka, Bryson DeChambeau. I, I love this is definitely Brooks. I love that it's only 12 holes. I yeah. think 12 holes is a very underestimated like amount of golf. I think it's the perfect amount. Perfect. We have a golf course near us in Jacksonville uh, called the yards. It's a 12 hole golf course and it's a beautiful golf course. It's always in like spectacular shape. It's right in the same grounds as TPC Sawgrass and like 12 holes is a great number. Nine it's sometimes perfect. Is, like, too fast. 18 can be too long. You jump out and you play 12. Uh, I think more courses should have. 12. I think I think 12 is the perfect amount. Six and six, and it's probably a little under yeah. three hours, and it just lets go. I mean, yeah, it's still a still good amount of golf. Yeah, you can still do your, your front, back, and, and your overall bets with six, six, and, you know, six holes and, and on each side. But it's also, especially in these kind of events, like when it's just two guys playing golf, 18 holes. That's like, a long day. That event, that last one in Montana – I, I stopped watching it and like three hours later I came back and they were still doing it. I'm yeah. Like, How is this thing? I was a seven hour round of golf. There was four players there with, with Brady and Rogers. And I was still like, this is just, there's so much dead time. Yeah. I can't they're like, Ooh, we're getting, we're recording them driving in their golf cart to the, their next shot. It's like, I can't listen to this for, for this long. Yeah. That was one of the longest thing. And I obviously big Brady guy. Uh, but I mean, I had to shut it off eventually. Cause it's like, this is just, this is way too fucking long, but I, I do think 12 holes is like the perfect amount. Cause like you said, nine holes, like you're still like, you want a little more like nine yeah. holes can be, unless you're playing at night, shout out twilight nine. Um, it, like you want a little bit more, but then sometimes when you're going down 16 and 17, it's all right, let's get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Yeah, especially when it's slow and there's that group in front of you that's just been taking forever on the greens all day long and you just want to just throw clubs at people. Yeah. 12 holes seems like it's perfect. And again, for these kind of events, we'll see. I think it's going to be a lot better. Yeah, Janice reading her putt like she's on the LPGA tour. Um, yeah. Bryson's the, the favorite. Where's the old guys? We have these old guys that play in front of us every week and they're all playing for like, you know, like a dollar fifty probably. And they just, they, none of them gives each other their any putts. It's like no. they, they have to tear down two foot putts because they don't want to lose 50 cents in the holes. Like, and you're just standing there with a nine iron, like 145 out going, would you just give your buddy a putt? Just, just walk up yeah. and you watch them and they're like, is it a long putt? And then like their putts visible for like a second and it's in the hole. And you're like that, we wait around for that. Yeah. Mark and like a legitimately like a foot and a half putt. It's like, dude, yeah. pick that shit up. I want to have a course where every hole has a ranger on the green and he just yells at him, pick it up, get out, pick it up. Right. Or just spray paint yeah. like a three, like a two and a yes. half foot diameter around the hole just a spray painted thing if it's in this get Pick off the green yeah 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 <laughs> you don't need to be staring down three <laughs> we might need to call a couple courses yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but bryson is the favorite minus 130 
Um, mm. Brooks is minus 105, which I do think it's very interesting that they're both minus money, which kind of sucks. Um, what do you what do you think about it? I think this is more like the more I think about it, the less I think about how they're playing golf wise and more about like what they're like personally. So on one side, you got this big brash bully Brooks. And on the other side, you got Bryson who's kind of like, Hey, I don't understand why this guy's so mad at me. I'm just trying to teach kids how to play golf. Like, uh. And so who's good, like, which, which persona, which personality is going to rise above the other here. And I feel like the big bully brash bully. I, I think he knows that he's empty on the inside. Maybe just like with Brooks. So, I mean, with, with Bryson in this situation, I think he knows he doesn't have his game going right now and he's got himself into this. There's no way out of it now. And he's just going to try to bully his way through it. And I think Bryson's got more to play for. And I think he's going to rise up and beat him in, in this match. Yeah. And the thing is, is like recently we saw Brooks, he sucks right now. And we haven't seen Bryson on tour yet. He hasn't started. He hasn't made a start in the new season. Last time we saw him, he was hitting 412 yard drives at a long drive competition. Brooks doesn't usually get up for like PGA tour events. Like, does he get up for this mentally? Like, does this matter to anything to him? Or is he just like, well, whatever. Like like part of me thinks he like does like, he just like wants to, I don't know. It's so hard to get a read on what (laughs) is going to happen. It really like, it, none, of like, it's, none of it's really golf related though, right? It's all just like what's what what's up with these personalities? Like what what, what are these guys gonna do? I do I do think it is gonna be very cringy to watch this this thing. Cause because yeah. for my entertainment aspect, like TNT is gonna want them like talking throughout this, right? Yeah. And like talking talking, talking, talking shit or whatever. But it's gonna be so bad because Bryson first can't do it. And then Brooks can't be like a dick on national television. So like, yeah. I really don't know. I don't know yeah. how it's going to be like, like somebody's going to miss a fairway and they're going to be like, yeah, nice drive. Like, I feel like that's what it's going to be. And golf is such a weird game for something like this to happen, to play one-on-one with somebody and to not like them or like in basketball or in any other sports. If you don't like the guys you're playing against, like it's not like right there, but like you're walking down a fairway and like, I'm talking crap to you, Riley. And you're like, oh, I hate Andy. Like, God, oh, son of a, and you get over this little like, nine iron you're like you're just thinking about me instead of like the, the shot like that can mess with you a lot more Hell like yeah. i really want this close and you're like you, you know you just hook it like way off the green you're like god damn it they ain't got in my head there like there could be some some mental some mental games here yeah i don't know i'm sure bryson will do like the like you're the back there bro on one of his long drives or something but i really don't i have no clue what the trash talk is going to sound like which i think I is the most interesting part like bryson just can't interact socially like he, no. a part of his brain doesn't work like he de- really doesn't know how to do that and i do think an aspect like brooks does not want to be a dick to bryson on national tv i don't think no you don't want to come across as a dick on that. No, absolutely not. Because he's already kind of that. Thanksgiving, like everyone's like, "Oh, this is great," and he's like, "No, you shot you loser," and he's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." And then like, like, and he's already kind of portrayed with some people in like media. He like he is that already. So he's got to toe the line of I want to make this funny and entertaining, but I also don't want to lose like half my fan base because I'm a prick on yeah. national TV. I think it'd be I, great if they let Bryson have his like TikTok friends. Have you ever seen his videos, his vlogs from his house, where it's like six friends who are just like in their twenties or just making money off being friends with Bryson? Yeah, he's got. Like, oh, good shot, good good sandwich you made for us. Uh, like they just oh, had those Bryson, gross. you're looking huge. You look good. <laughs> yeah. Let's go down in the living room and hit balls. See you know, who can hit it fat. Like those kids. Yeah. Have those TikTok friends of his, like walking with him th- in the ropes <laughs> around his bag and like hyping him up and like talking crap to, to Brooks would be, <laughs> be, be good. Yeah. I, as, as those kids are and how much I would never want to talk to them in real life. I think it could add something to Friday's broadcast. Right. Oh my God. Yeah. I just, don't, I don't, I really don't know. And Brooks sucks. 
So I don't like right now. So I don't, I, I have no idea who's going to win. I know as like, it gets closer, odds will come out for more fun stuff than just like winning. Like who's going to win this hole. Who's going to have the long drive. Who's going to hit the closest to the pin, like that kind of stuff. I love yeah. those bets. I live bet that tiger Phil one, the first oh, one, yeah. the first entire time. time. Yeah. The entire time. One of the best things I ever did was we went to a Thursday of, oh, not one of the best things. I've done a lot of more better things than that. But we went to Thursday uh, of the of the Genesis in LA, like the early morning, like no one was there. And we just followed a group around, like me and four buddies. And we just bet on, you know, prop bets while we followed them around. I love that. The prop bets and golfs are so fun. Like, is he going to hit the fairway here? Is he going to hit the six footer? Like, it's so bang, bang, bang. Yeah. Just like dollar bets all the way around for 18 holes. My lack of the week. My lock of the week, though, is going to be that someone like Barkley's going to be on the broadcast and someone's going to make fun of his weight and they're all going to laugh. Like, we've all heard these jokes 900 times. We yep. don't need to have yep. Charles Barkley on there, like, oh, well, you like to eat a lot, dude. Like, we get it. He's fat. We get it. We understand, buddy. Did you hear that he called himself a 10 handicap the other day? <sighs> I've seen his swing lately. It looks much better. Yeah. I also saw him playing that, like, what's the senior tour event that like all the celebrities go to? Oh, yeah. And isn't it on like Lake Michigan or something? Something yeah. like that. Um, I mean, he still stinks. Yeah, but his swing looks good better. Yeah, which, that's, I, I mean, I mean isn't through, saying much to get through to get out of that mental, you know, handicap that he had of like that that you know, the move that he had, the flinch that he had, like to get out of that is just unbelievable. I don't, I, I really don't like truly understand what that is. It's or like a swing. It doesn't make any sense. I think it's like just in sports when guys like just like yippy. Yippee, like when Chuck Knobloch all of a sudden couldn't throw it to first base for second exactly. base. Exactly. Like, you know, professionally, you've done this your whole life. It's like, I just can't throw it there. Total mind block. <laughs> I just can't do it. It's crazy. But yeah, I guess he's a 10 handicap now. But uh, Phil's going to be great. I have no, like, oh, I can't wait to hear Phil for four hours yeah. on TV. Or not that long. But I can't, like, especially with those two. Because if anybody's going to, like, actually start shit talking, if they're, like, not like interacting phil is gonna jump in and be like all right this is my show now boys i'm gonna make this yeah. entertaining he's perfect because he's the perfect guy to do that right he'll be smiling and yes like, hey, so uh bryson uh brooks was saying earlier you can't like he was just saying like he'll just throw the mask yeah. on the fire all right here we go let's see it. <laughs> yeah yeah well, i'm gonna i'm yeah yeah exactly he's gonna throw yeah. something out that someone has to react to and then it's gonna yeah. get yeah I can't wait for that. Yeah, Brooks, uh, earlier, remember when Bryson said he, he didn't have abs or something? Remember when he said that? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Walking down the fairway to his third shot, second shot. He's like, what did you just say, Phil? Exactly. Yeah, I don't know. I just think, like, like I don't even know if they've really, like, nailed the match yet. Like, the one with, um, which one? It was Phil, Tiger, Tom. And Peyton? And Peyton. Like, I think that one was, like, cool because they're buddies. Like, all of them are buddies. Like yeah. Tom and Peyton and Tiger and Phil, they're both like buddies, but they're but also, also like, like rivals. So they talk yeah. shit, but they like get along in the same. So it's yeah. like more jokingly talking stuff. Like everybody knows it's a joke this week. Yeah. No one knows if it's a joke or not. Cause it's all right. like walking on eggshells to like, is this okay to say, like, should I say this? So it should be like the perfect one would just be like, bo- like get Justin Thomas, Jordan Spieth, like that kind of guys going out there, like Tiger and like Rory and just have them go shit talk for four hours. Yeah. Yeah. Golf people who aren't golf fans must be like hearing about this match and be like, so wait, wait, what's interesting about it? Like, yeah, I don't, there's not a lot of, if you don't follow golf, like there's not a lot of appeal. It's like, so it's two like guys that are going to be very awkward playing 12 holes against each other. And they're just going to like play golf. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Who knows? But, 
we'll be watching it. We, we yeah, saw it. Fuck here, yeah. Here we are. Here we yeah. are. Oh, of course. We'll have some yeah. picks later in the week. We can't do locks now because uh, no. we don't have any odds, but we'll, uh, we'll tweet those out. Also, we got to start tweeting. Uh, if anybody has any questions ever for the show, just tweet at yeah. me and Andy. We'll answer that shit. Yep. Um, last thing before we get out of here for the day. Uh, like I said earlier, Tiger Tiger is on his way to winning the 2022 Masters. I love it. I, I, a friend of mine who, who, who's on my team for the uh, the year long suicide pool. He he's a big Tiger fan too. And on Sunday afternoon, he texts me like, "So do we have our Masters picking yet?" <laughs> <laughs> I think we do. I've never been like I know he's been out and about like pictures taking him at like LA airport yeah. and stuff which it's crazy that people don't have enough to do that. They're taking pictures of strangers when they're out and about. Um, so we've seen it, whatever. I haven't even really seen him walk. I, no. I know he's wearing like the leg sleeve or whatever. And then out of the clouds, he drops a video where his swing looks pretty damn good. Like that wasn't his first rain session. I don't no. think. Absolutely not. It looked way too good. <laughs> like that was pure from Tiger. His footwork was way too good. The tempo was way too good. That wasn't rolling out of bed. Let's go try to hit a golf ball. You had so a track man down. He had a track yeah. man. He, he like, had like, he work. was getting data. He's like, all right, yeah. ramp it up. Let's, <laughs> let's go. Iron for everyone out there. He's like, I'm getting, I'm putting in work right now. Yeah. That was like, almost like a warning. It's like, all right, I hope you guys had a good nine months of playing golf. Cause daddy's coming home. He, yeah. Like we're getting after it now. So I don't know. I, I wrote about it after his accident, like the day of his accident, I wrote about how we were just lucky that he was still with us. Right. He's still alive. Didn't worry. Like there were like people on the day of his crash were like, what is this going to do for his golf career? And like, that wasn't the day to talk about that. Absolutely like, not. We wanted this guy to live, to be a father for his kids, to be around for the rest, you know, for the, for his kid's life. Like that was what it was all about. And now we're, man, we're like nine months through that. And it's incredible to see just him hitting golf balls, you know, it's crazy. Everything, like his legs were shattered. Basically the bottom of his leg was shattered. You know, he, he probably should have died in that car accident. Probably, you know, he's lucky to be alive. He's lucky to be still be there for his kids. And now it looks like he's lucky to be trying to get back to what he loves to do. It's crazy. And then Albany's next week. So I guess we've seen or heard rumors that he's going to be there, which will be pretty cool to like see him on TV, get an interview with tiger. That'd be fun. Um, and then I, I guess there's something floating around all those like Tiger Woods Instagram and Twitter pages that love love reporting on Tiger. Uh, They're very good reporters. Yeah, exactly. Inside sources, the guy that like goes to the bathroom at his private club. Um, like playing the PNC in a cart. I don't know if that... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Which that would be crazy. Less than a year removed, you're just back at playing the the last tournament you played in with Charlie. You're just back in a cart, just playing if golf. Tiger comes out for that and plays with his son, and he's in a cart, and he comes to the first tee. Like I'll I'll break down emotionally. Like I'll just be so. It's like he lives. He's back. He's playing with his kid. Like that's the only thing that really matters right now. Is he, he, if he could play with, that's probably all he really wants. To do it would is play with his son. I'd be a ball of emotions as a huge Tiger Woods fan. Just look at just being seeing him play with his son. The only guy in the world that could come back from that and eight, 10 months later be doing this. Yeah. It would be, it would be like, don't get my hopes up here, Riley. Actually, incredible. Yeah. Now, in my head, he's playing in the PNC. Him and Charlie Charlie are going to be in a cart. Um, And then, yeah, who knows if he's going to be, I mean, this is all projected. He's going to be ready to play golf on the PGA Tour next year. I don't think so. JT said um, a couple weeks ago that, like, Tiger's definitely not that guy that if he's shooting like 67 at home, he's like not going to go to Augusta. That makes no sense. So if he can go out and he starts like playing decent golf, maybe, but who knows? 
Yeah, that's the beauty with Augusta, right? He knows it so well. You know, that is yeah. true. If he was ever going to come back to a golf course, it's probably Augusta. Like if you had to go to play some U.S. Open course or something, you know, like that's a totally different story. But he knows Augusta. Yeah, I mean, it's basically like his like home court, home. Like, yeah, he could go there whenever play golf. He's won there, obviously, a, a shit ton. So I don't know. That would be pretty damn cool. Um, so hopefully, Tiger comes back soonish. It is yeah. crazy how that changed so quickly between thank God he's alive to oh he's gonna play golf again. Crazy. I was driving. I was getting ready to drive up. I'm in uh, Hilton Head right now from Jacksonville. It's like three hour drive on Sunday morning. I was like just looking at my phone before I left. You know, like what is this Tiger Woods hitting a golf ball today? I, like, I stopped in my tracks. Like oh my god! It, like, it was one of those tweets where you watch it and it just kept replaying because I'm staring at it. I'm like, there's no way this is like a video of him like right now. And yeah, it just like three, played. Three friends instantly sent it to me. Like, yeah, would you group chats lighten up. Group chats lighten up. Oh my what god! What a Sunday morning for golf! And Unbelievable like, Sunday morning. Tiger Woods flushing, you know, like what looked like a nine iron maybe, and just with a track man out, and like, oh god, it looked good too, which is the crazy part. So hopefully, oh, God, it looks good. <laughs> oh man. All right. Well, I think that's it. We'll have uh we'll tweet out some some locks for the match later once we get you, into some fun, but yeah. Can I ask you a quick question before we go? Of course. Personal, personal moment here. I am in Har- uh, Hilton Head and I'm thinking about tomorrow going down and playing Harbor Town. Ooh. To get a feel to see what it's like playing one. I, I always like playing courses where the pros are played. Love that. Played a couple US, played a couple US open courses, Tory and Pebble. Uh, and I'm thinking about ditching the family tomorrow and going down to Harbor Town and just playing 18 down there. Is that uh, yeah. something I should do? Do you I recommend mean, I, me? Doing I that? think that's I think that's a no brainer. I don't think there's anything cooler than playing a golf course that like is like a regular like tour. Like, let me see what the tour boys are really dealing with right here. Like, I want to see that 18th hole. Um, you know, over the over the marsh, yeah, the fairway. You got the lighthouse in the background, but it's such a unique course because it's so it's such a short course, but it's such a difficult course. With all the trees and like it's not like a bomber's paradise. Um, so I think it could be a lot of fun. It's kind of hefty in price, but it's like one of those. I, I like these experiences where you're like, you know, just throw some money out and do it, and then you can have that memory forever. And I think it's like a very like a low key underrated finisher, the 18th, yeah. like on tour. Like I think it's like top five finish. Like that golf hole is sick, sick, and you get the wind coming in sometimes off the yeah. water, and like that tee shot looks intimidating. If you drive it too far, you're in the shit. So you can't like yeah. some guys can't hit driver, and it's like a longer approach when you hit three wood. I think it's a very underrated finisher. Our Airbnb right now is backed up to a George Fazio course here in, in Hilton Head. $185 to play it. Uh, I haven't seen a golfer on there in the three days we've been here. Jesus. <laughs> it's just a lot of money for golf, man. It is. And there's like every morning, like the ground screws out there, like working on the greens. And like each day I'm sitting there like no one's out there. Prepping it for nobody. I'm about to take, take my nephew out there to show him how to duff chips next to the green. Right. That is the best part about being backed up to a course like that. Yeah. Oh man! All right, All right man. I'm gonna try to play. Uh, I'm gonna try to play Harbor Town. I'll let you know how it goes. Yeah, let me know. But uh, yeah, if you guys have ever have any questions for the show, tweet us. I'll get better at tweeting out um, asking for them on Mondays. Um, oh, and if you're uh, still listening, go back and listen to Riley's interview with Bubba in the previous episode. Oh Come yeah, back. if you guys missed it, Thursday it came out Thursday. Bubba Watson was on the show, like 25 minute interview. Yeah, it was fantastic great. gentleman. Great guy. You did a really good job with it too. Yeah, appreciate that. So that was our first one. We'll get uh we'll get some guys on here. We'll have fun. Um, hopefully we'll be able to film in-person stuff next season. But uh yeah, the bubber interview. Go check that out if you didn't listen. But Andy, good luck right. at Hilton Head, and I Thank will you. uh we'll catch you next week, buddy.
See ya.